guest, yes, we have two this time, Kanista the Curator and Will Banks, period. First question is going to be for the both of you. We're going to start with Kanise. All right. So tell us, who is Kanise the Curator? So, Kanise the Curator is a creative director, a brand manager. Basically, I help brands, businesses, models get high-quality marketing materials for their brands with low to minimum stress. So I'm kind of the person that's behind the scenes to all your favorite music videos, all your favorite commercials, all your favorite photo shoots, all your favorite models. <laughs> I'm kind of the one that curates it, brings it together, make sure everybody gets paid and has a good tan. That's me. Also, bringing just black folk together in a way that's that they like. The, the mastermind. Yeah, the mastermind. Kenny Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good. All right, Will, tell us who is Will Banks? Oh, well, I am. Um, but okay. I am, I would say, single-handedly the most creative human on this earth. <laughs> um, I would like to call myself the example when it comes to being an artist. So, everything artistry when it comes to music, art, fashion, beauty, that's me. So, mm -hmm. okay. so describe y'all's aesthetic. I mean, what's your aesthetic? <clears throat> so, my aesthetic is honestly... Glamorous tomboy meets bad bitch from up north. Yes, it's giving Tiana Taylor, but also it's a. I give a lot of credit to like Naomi Campbell. I give a lot of credit to people like even like Andre Talion, even in the winter. Like I really like to give a nice fashion forward aesthetic, but still staying true to my black ass roots. We love. You know what I'm saying? And I also like to be a character. You know what I'm saying? I really like to be art when I dress up. So my aesthetic, I always like to say, is I'm walking art. Like, I'm gonna give a look that's gonna really express how I'm feeling. So today, I'm feeling real orange, I'm feeling real black. It's, well, it was black history. It's always black history. Like, black history year. Exactly. I'm feeling a little corset, a little fuckboy free. So my aesthetic is very expressive, but still with some edge and some bad bitchery. It's like a walking mood board. A walking mood board, that's it. <laughs> Will, tell us, what's your aesthetic? Um, I would like to say that my aesthetic is probably larger than life, you know what I'm saying? Not practical. I like to make a spectacle when I walk out. Mm -hmm. um, even though I'm tall, I kind of just like to express myself with my looks. Mm -hmm. So I would say um, expressive. Um, and that could be anything. Like, I dress how I feel. Like, so today I feel like a superstar. I feel like I don't want to be seen, so I put a mask on. I put big goggles on. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you know, just very creative, very ultimately. Flexible. Very flexible. We love that, we love that. Now, Kenise, we know you're a mentor. What made you want to mentor young models or people entering the creative um, world just to like, help them maneuver and get to doing what they're doing? Um, so specifically for models, a lot of times there's arenas where they don't feel safe, where they may be taking advantage of, or maybe photographers or people around them may be having them doing things that are outside of what they want to do, having to pull their shirt down, right. or maybe even not having them in a hairstyle that they like, or within a, 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 an environment that they're comfortable with. So I started to mentor models to help them understand who they are as a model and how to be that when you're in these photo shoots and in these music videos. And so they're able to not only produce good art, but be comfortable. Too many models get creeps, creeps on them, or don't even know how to give their rates, don't even know how to negotiate, whatever they can, or they get burnt out, like doing too many things. I really want to just kind of give models an option, because there's more than a way to skin a cat, right? But I want to teach them a way to go about their craft that gives them the results that they want. Um, in a way that I've been able to do for myself, I've been able to really find a lot of joy from doing what I want every fucking day. So I was like, well, I want to help other women be able to have that same freedom and joy. So let me just teach them some of the stuff that I know. Honestly, that's really where it stems from. I love that. So within the modeling world, what do you think is the biggest problem right now? That's a great question, Jamari. <laughs> <laughs> no, the biggest question, I mean, the biggest issue with, within the modeling world right now is people not understanding why to pay models. Mm. People are not understanding, even though this girl may come mm -hmm. for one hour and shoot, you're literally going to get money off of this one girl coming here for an hour. Mm -hmm. All of the product that you have, or all the profit that you're making, you're not making it because of your face, because of the model's face. And people don't want to pay the models because they feel like, well, you're getting pictures too. 
okay, well, if I come here and I model, let's just say your product is $10. And let's just say off my photo shoot, you get 50 people that buy your product. That is now $500 that you done made off of my face. Off of my face. And I didn't even get food on set. You didn't even pay for gas money. So I think the biggest issue within a model room is getting businesses to understand why it's so essential to pay models. These girls are putting getting their makeup done, getting their hair done, putting gas in their car for your brand. Not for my brand. You tell myself, when you get your pics, I can get your pics on my own. So that I think that's the once businesses learn how to respect and pay models, then I think models will be more um, on time, come more uh, willing to do what is needed. I think that's more one of the enthusiastic. more enthusiastic. So many girls are like um, discouraged from models because no one wants to pay them. So I think that's one of the biggest issues, just paying models and giving them what they're worth. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I would think that the biggest issue, you said in the modeling industry, mm -hmm. correct? I would think it would be um, one, the blurred lines between model and influencer. We're teased. Let's get into that. Let's get into that. Two, Let's get into the that. lack of skill in terms of modeling. Like Tea. there are actual things and skill sets that you have to know how to do in order to call yourself an actual model. I feel like a lot of people say, Oh, well, I'm photogenic, I'm pretty, um, I get good lights, yeah, a I'm a model. You know what I'm saying? People have asked me to model, so I'm a model. But ultimately, it, it isn't that. You have to be able to turn it on and off. And everybody doesn't have that. Well, let's get into that. Influencer versus model. Let's get into it. Okay. And content creation. And content creation. Mm -hmm. Influencer is somebody who gets paid because of the amount of influence that they have. And everybody can do that. More times than not, it is either following or engagement. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't have to be able to take pictures to be able to promote your teeth. To be able to promote your sunglasses. To be able to promote your hair. Mm -hmm. That has to do with the influence I have in real life and or on Instagram. Right. I may have people that see me and want to wear what I wear or do what I do. That is an influencer when I'm getting paid to literally influence a product or a service. And it's been proven. And it's been proven. With numbers, analytics, and sales. 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 <laughs> sales. Put that on promote sales. But only one person. Conversion. Can. Right. Exactly. Conversion. That engagement to sales. Mm -hmm. That is an influencer. When you can take a lot of engagement and convert it to sales for a company. A model is somebody that can wear or promote whatever a company needs. So you're a mannequin, right? It's not about how much influence you have. You can have zero followers and be Tyra fucking Banks. Okay, it's about how well can you wear these clothes? How well can you wear this purse? How well can you make someone wanna buy this? The presentation. The presentation. How well can you do your angles? How well can you really make me or, or, or wear this product or wear this service to the point where I wanna buy it? Nothing to do with how many people like me. Nothing to do with how many followers I have. Nothing to do with anything. It's all about how I can pose, how I can model. Model, posing, modeling, influencer, sales. A model does not have to sell it herself. The company sells it off of her pictures. If you do not know your angles, if you can't model a trash bag, you are an influencer. If you are a model and you do not get over a thousand likes, you are not an influencer. You are a model. Boom. Different values for different um, categories. That's so true. That was very good insight. A lot of people need that breakdown to understand yeah. truly. Like, because you have people that call themselves influencers who don't have the influence on people, right. and then you have content creators who, um, well, content creators who think that they're like modeling or showing the presentation of actually providing good content when really it's like. Like, <laughs> I get a lot of girls, a lot of people are more influencers than models. Models practice. Yes. You are not a model if you do not practice poses in front of the mirror. Yes. You are not a model unless you research models, Tyra Banks, Naomi Campbell, a duck. Like, right? Influencing is more so how much influence do I have? How much? You can gain influence by going out more. You can gain influence by getting a lot of followers, by posting dope shit. That does not mean that you can be on fashion. And they've been getting a lot of influencers to model on runway right now, and you right. would, you can tell who's the influencer and who's the actual right. runway model. Like, right. what's y'all opinions on? I will say, Jada Gibbs. Jada Gibbs. As a short influencer. The walk. I will give her model. The walk. But Jada practiced. 
practices. She, she does. People don't see how much people, like, as a model, if you are not practicing, honey, you're an influencer. Yeah. If you take pics in front of your ring light every day, that's not practicing modeling, that's right. influencing. Right, if you're good at mirror peaks, most likely influencing. You are a model if you are good at taking pictures without a mirror. Without, yeah. Without nobody telling you. And a camera. Without a mirror, without a camera, without a, mirror, a selfie. You just if you can work. just, boom. Make yep. it work. Put at it any, time. any time. I am a model, not an influencer. <laughs> he does both. So yeah, speaking of Instagram and social media, what's a fashion trend or like fashion vibe aesthetic that y'all hate on Instagram right now? Oh, them damn red boots. <laughs> them damn red boots. Y'all just like anything, don't y'all? God damn. Where they from? <laughs> where they from? Tell me where they from. They gonna make some knockoffs in the Don't even know where they from. They just, oh, I think. <laughs> I don't know what was my... I think that whole clean girl aesthetic. Oh, the white girl aesthetic. Uh, right. The I, white girl aesthetic. As a black person, personally, I think that we are characterized by our flair and mm -hmm. the extraness and it's all crazy that we decorate you said ourselves. With, and y'all just trying to dumb it down, like. Uh -uh. To yeah, seem like you got money. Right. To seem like so, so white people can feel out. like. Say it again. Say it again. That's because even Lori Harvey puts that shit on. So. Marjorie puts that shit. Michelle Obama. She puts that shit does. on. But, it, but it's clean girl aesthetic. Right. Girl. Get take that butt out. <laughs> put a put a put a lash on. Put the 40 inch bust down in. Like get Please. the tape in. Get the flavor. Let's, let's Please, let's get it to this. Let's get it to it. Yeah. And I don't like how everybody's trying to be like Jada Waiter right now. That's true too. Because all y'all not Jada Waiter. Even Jada tired of being a Jada right now. Y'all y'all be in her so much, she tired of being her right now. That is so true. God damn! Like inspiration is good, but imitation is where it gets annoying. Like you can be inspired without intent. With, and, like, and here's how you know it's, it's uh, inspiration. I mean, here's how you know it's copycat because none of y'all even thought about doing half the hairstyles till she did them. So let's talk about that. Okay, I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> that's why she's the biggest influence. Mm -hmm. Like the way that everyone gets their hair done today is Jada Wayne style. She has like the baby hairs, the, the way that we curl the baby hairs. The, the updo, messy updo. Everything. Jada Wayne. Yeah, she's the standard of black beauty right The standard now. of black beauty. Y'all can take it how y'all want it. Take it how you it's want true. it. It's actually true. It's People true. will hate to admit it. Yeah. Just off of like, I don't know if it's jealousy or like they just hate hearing Because she's thing. a black girl who isn't mm -hmm. really extra. Like I said, now we can get into a little color. Now, I would say it's easier for lighter skinned women to get praise for it. doing the bare minimum. Let's get into it. So I said for a brown or darker skinned woman, I feel like she should have the opportunity to not have to do the most to get recognition. She could just be Jada and get her recognition. I don't feel like she has to just always be top tier just because she's black. Like, she can be herself and I feel like others should try that as well. Now speaking of the colorism issue, what's your opinions on both of you? What's y'all's opinions on the colorism between um, people's what's the word? How people receive lighter toned people um, on Instagram between well besides darker tone. It's exhausting. So do you think you're it's exhausting. Uh, and I honestly don't even want to get her on a soapbox with that, but it's it's honestly exhausting um, simply because. Um, when you know beauty for real, you know that it comes in all shades. And you can't put a certain look on beauty and just say, hey, this is it. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, you, somebody might walk in with purple skin and be given. So exactly. you really can never really just put a gaze on or a cap on what's beautiful. You see what I'm saying? So it's very exhausting um, growing up dark skin, knowing that you are beautiful, looking at the magazines in the back of the Ebony every week, okay? Seeing that I got these features, my nose, oh, let me, my nose, my lips, everything is looking like a model, um, but I don't get praise in the streets, it's exhausting, it's tiring. I'm trying every day, I'm putting this shit on, I'm trying to be noticed, I'm um, actively trying to be a good person in these streets, you know, and it, it seems as though it's not valued because we look a certain way. Um, and when we speak out about it, we get, um, labeled as angry or jealous when it's not that we're jealous because we would give credit where it's due. We're just saying we would like credit for ourselves. Mm -hmm.
sometimes at least. And then also not acknowledging like backhanded compliments. Mm -hmm. So I feel like for me personally, I always get like, you're so pretty, then it's like the dark skin company. Yeah. And I hate that so much because <laughs> it's like, I, I give a lot more than your favorites. So like, don't even, <laughs> right, don't even try to put me in no box. <laughs> so like, I'm beautiful. Alright, so that's about the shit. I'm gonna be the, what y'all wanna call it, the angry, uh, black one about the shit, cause I've been calling it so much, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm trying to say? Here's it's what exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. Like, I'm tired, bitch, I don't get tired. <laughs> Here's what it is for me. I have understood that our light-skinned counterparts do deal with bullying and their own level of prejudice. A lot of light-skinned women have dealt with over-sexualization, mm -hmm have dealt with ostracization from the black community, have dealt with being called Michael Jack, like being called things right. in the other respect. And I am not here to break that down. You see, I, I can identify, I, I can sit here and identify and articulate the struggles that light-skinned women go through within my community. Yeah. What I can't fuck with is light-skinned women not being able to articulate and identify right. the issues that dark-skinned women do. And when we bring it up, it's all of a sudden everybody ain't got shit to say. How come I can identify that you get bullied for being light-skinned, but you can't identify that you call me African booty scratcher? Yeah. But you can't identify that you call me tar baby. But you can't identify that you call me sharpie. And for me, as an articulate black woman that sit here and empowers all women, right. that is why I sit here and stand up for my black woman, my dark-skinned woman, because there is not a lot of people who can, light-skinned women, who can even say out their mouths, I prefer to be light-skinned. I never in my life wanted to be dark skinned. And or there's some light skinned women who wanted to be dark skinned. And never out their mouth ever. I was 27 years old when a light skinned woman out her mouth told me I wanted to look like you on my life. You know what's crazy? Crazy. And then she was, for me, it was like, and she said, No, I've told you that? And yeah, said, no, you don't hear that. When we first got cool, we would have conversations about that, and I would just be like, girl, people want to beat you. Like, it's no reason to be But see, about texture it. was a big thing because he good black. Yeah. He got <laughs> the nice hair. He got the finest. See, I had nigga necks. That's all. I had, <laughs> I had, I had, I No, y'all good black. Y'all had affluent parents. I came from the gutter. I had boys coming up to me like, ooh. Coarse hair, the naps in the No, head. literally. But then, 20 oh, years yeah. later, y'all like, oh, black is so beautiful. I want to fuck with you. <laughs> So it's just like all we want I think from our black community is everyone to just be honest and not gaslight us. As a light skinned yeah. woman, you know that niggas liked you all day and nobody liked your dark skinned best friend. Yeah. You know that, and but don't you sit know up here. That she's gorgeous, mm -hmm. And you don't tell her that she's And you don't tell her that she's gorgeous. Yeah, just talk about it. And it's what but you know what they say though? Everyone likes you now, but you're gaslighting me. Because you were there when motherfuckers called me African booty scratcher. And I had PTSD because of that. Right. But you want to sit here and act like I shouldn't? Mm -hmm. Because now, Amara Lenegra is popping. So they're going out. And that's really why people don't like her, because she looks too perfect. And it's crazy how you cannot like someone because of, like, because you see what you want in that person. Like, that's really a yeah, And we also have to talk about how these black men don't like black women. Ooh. They still making babies with light skin women because texturism, colorism versus texturism. Okay, yeah. as a dark skin woman, I will I will say out my mouth. I have had feelings against light skin women in the past and have treated them different because I did feel jealous and envious because of the way that I felt like they were getting getting treated better. As I went to therapy and healed myself and have been able to see my light skin woman as counterparts as the same as me, I realized. Sometimes it's mixed people that are the, 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 the that are the the butt of the problem. I'll be honest. A lot of times our men want to have babies who don't have the same issues that their sister went through. Right. Being called nappy headed, being called tar baby. So unintentionally, you kind of want a woman with not gonna give you kids that's gonna get bullied. So now me and you not get chosen as wives. No matter how good a woman I am. No matter how smart I am, no matter what, no matter how many lashes I have, no matter how gorgeous I am, yeah. since I got 4C hair, I'm not seen as and a dark skin. And, and short? Like Come on now. So that's the biggest <laughs> thing with colorism. It's the way that it's men look at us. You know what I'm saying? We see how many mixed kids we see with these. Come on, we, but look at Hollywood. That's how you see. That's Nick Cannon hasn't had one. Look at the NBA. Nick Cannon hasn't had one black baby mom. He got ten. 
don't got one black one. All of them are racist. We can look at Kanye. We can look at Dr. Dre. Rest in peace, Kobe. We can look at Kobe. We can look at Offset. We can look at all these motherfuckers. They're not marrying black, dark skinned, having babies. No, literally. Nick Cannon got 10 baby mamas. None of them black. Offset. And then the one that is black is life skinned. Offset. Nick's bitch. Uh, who else I got? Uh, who Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Mixed bitch. Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Mixed bitch. Like, we refuse John to be. John Morant. Mixed bitch. Like, we refuse. I type of mix, like, like. They all do. Yeah. Chris Brown. Three mixed bitches. Literally, we literally refuse to make black babies. Like, literally. But they want our black women to feel so respected and loved. Right. So y'all just love black women on Instagram. That's what it is. That's just it. This I'll speak it. up, but like, I'll we never won't marry you. Though. We're not gonna have a baby by you, but you look cute. Keep doing that, girl. Mm -hmm. um, like only on Instagram. It's like pity. But I'm gonna walk past you, and you ain't gonna say nothing. Okay, because I'm gonna tell you, being a top tier woman, beautiful, got my degree, I speak well. Ask how many niggas that told me I wanna have a baby by you. I got a best friend, last thing got a degree. We got the same accolades. She gets told every day I wanna have your babies. Mm -hmm. Green eyes. Nice hair. It's so like they're breeding. It's right. Yeah. It's right. They literally have making babies because they don't want their babies to be bullied for being black. Mm -hmm. Or they just don't desire the black aesthetic. Right. They mama was black and they can't stand their mama. Or their daddy was black and it they always stand their daddy. It does. And I just need more people to be honest about it. Like it's not a it's a problem that you're doing it, but it's like I'm not mad at you for not choosing me, but it's like you have to acknowledge the problem. Yeah, like right. you're sick. I wanna say this. Everybody <laughs> talk about you're sick. You're sick in Everybody talks about preference, right? <laughs> it's a big thing, preference, but I just prefer less than the fact I want everyone to be very clear about this. It's a why you do it. If you prefer somebody based upon their skin tone, do you and realize, not and not the content of the character to say, well, I just prefer light skin, well, I prefer dark skins. You are just as bad as the people who enslaved black people 400 years ago. For anybody to say, I prefer someone, I just prefer lighter, I prefer darker, I prefer skinny hoes, I prefer thick bitches. The fact that you're preferring somebody for an intimate relationship based upon external things is prejudice and anti-black as fuck. <laughs> I'ma just say in case y'all didn't know. Nah, that's anti-black, bro. I'm yeah, not gonna love you. Weird, as y'all say. Weird, as y'all say. <laughs> I, I, I'm not fucking with you because of your character, because yeah. the content of who you are, because how you make me feel. I prefer you because you light skin, because you dark skin. Y'all sound fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true though. Like, it needs to be called out. It needs to be called out. Well, Chris Brown just prefers light skin. So Chris Brown is fucking stupid and hates his own people. What? And I love Chris Brown. But there is a very big thing about him not liking black women. other black people is the scariest part for me. Like, yeah, like even with that, I prefer dark skin. Like, why? Or you know, calling people chocolate or things like that. All of that shit is weird to me. Like, I hate you, me, like you don't want to get to know me. Like, you just see me and be like, oh, that's it. That's the yes for me. Like, I could be bad shit, fucking crazy, just because I'm tall, dark, and handsome. It's a go. Like, um, all of that shit is weird. Weird, weird. Let's cancel that. Cause it is true, like even with women, you do have women say, I want, and this is for like darker toned women, white women, any, it's always tall, dark, and handsome. Mm -hmm. And it's the same concept, it's How like. How you white and tall and dark and handsome? <laughs> I always tried to, cause I mean, they was talking about white people when they made their damn phrase. They weren't talking about niggas. They was talking about white people. How are you tall, dark, and handsome? Yeah. white. I don't know. We have to Yeah, go ahead, because you know I I talk about this shit all day. Yeah, he needs the curator in this hole. Chocolate Girls Club. Now this is Women's Month, so speaking of um, women, what women in the modeling and fashion industry give y'all the most inspiration? A dot. My girl, a dot. Whew. Sorry, I took. <laughs> I gotta think. Keep going. All right, a dot for sure. Tiana Taylor. What well, she's been recently doing as a liaison. I don't know if anyone's been watching her. Instead of being a model this year, she's actually been kind of like really getting into fucking with Thomas Brown, Tom Brown, mm -hmm. fucking with Anna Winter, more so being on the um, uh, uh, communications or rapport side. Mm -hmm. T, I fuck with that. Um, Anna Yaki, and I say it wrong. She's the second woman not. to ever, not. Mm -hmm. She's the second woman to ever, second black woman to ever open for Prada outside of Naomi Campbell. Definitely love her. Um, Who is? Black woman in fashion. Baby G. 
Faye Noel, F-E-N-O-E-L. She is a designer. Tia, Tia Raina. How do I say? Tia Dola. You know what I'm talking about? Tia Adola. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Five. That's one of my other bitches in fashion. Now, you said woman. I, I want to go some men up you there. Can. Uh, oh, is Dion Lee a woman or a man? I don't know. Dion Lee. Love them. They're black. I just know that they're black. Laquan Smith. One of my faves. Ducky Confetti. Another one of my faves. Alton Mason, another one of my faves. Face of Chanel right now. Black people are doing it in high fashion. Look all of those people up. Oh, this is a great opportunity to shout out my girl, Rex. You know, you you give me Rex. Come on, let me cry on camera. Like, I give you Rex for real. She, uh, God rest her soul. Mm. She was honestly one of the most innovative souls we have ever seen in fashion, like period. And for her to have stormed in such a short time, I feel like it was so iconic. At Bra Dyke Bratz, D-Y-K-E-B-R-A-X, for those oh, who do not know, the reason why I wrote orange, she's the first bitch I ever saw with half black, half orange hair. She yeah. the first bitch I ever saw with money in her stripper heels. Girl, don't. <laughs> Not like innovation. Innovation. Like, like true, a true fashion. Work. Shout out to Brax Tags. For sure. Rest in peace. Shout out to her family. Mm -hmm. By Brooklyn. Shout out to you, sis, because you're carrying her legacy. Carrying. Carrying. The Glamour Blueprint. The Glamour Blueprint. Shane, Shane Ashley. Yeah. Shane Ashley is another one. They too. These are two young yeah. black designers yeah. from Atlanta. Uh, not even from Atlanta. They have what? been touched yeah. Atlanta. That's yeah. right. You came yeah. across them. Clark Atlanta, by the way. Um, there's a lot of young black designers. Jamel, Jamel Yvonne. Uh -huh. Jamel, another Clark black designer. Atlanta. I may be saying this wrong, but look these people up. Kelsey Ashley. Kelsey Ashley. Brax she kills. She kills. She kills. And she's just so stylish. And she was Brax. With the high fashion right now, please get into it, y'all. Please. Yeah. yeah. Now speaking of fashion, so there's a lot of people trying to pull this whole grunge, um, edgy vibe. What do y'all think is wrong with what they're doing? Of how they're trying to go about it? They don't know their references. Know your references. If you research, if you weren't there, or if you didn't research, then you shouldn't try to give it. Mm -hmm. Just because you saw somebody giving it on TikTok. Um, I feel like you should be inspired by something as far as like childhood. If you want to reference an older aesthetic, you know, or something from the past. If you didn't like Avril Lavigne, if you didn't have a skater phase where you wore Etnies or, you know. Maybe horsey aesthetic. Yeah, like. And let me, let, me, let me be a little more specific because people say, you know, your references. What does that mean? Okay, so when I like something, when I first got into modeling, um, I liked Runaway. That's what I first fell in love with. So I literally looked up Prada runway shows, 1998, to, compared to mm -hmm. compared to 2008. I literally looked up Tyra Banks' first modeling gig versus her second modeling runway show. I literally looked at Naomi Campbell. I literally looked up literally um, people who were models and were doing what I liked. And was like Giselle, another one. I looked up her. Adriana Lima looked up her. I literally was like, let me get into this. Let me research this. And when I saw they were in Mugler's fashion show, they were in some, then I was like, oh, who's Mugler? Let me research that. Okay. That's when we say know your references. If you like something, research it. Okay. I like a duck. Cool. A duck's Wikipedia. What is it that I like about her? Right. Okay. See who she first modeled for. Oh, she first got her in with uh, maybe Nordstrom. Let me see her first campaign. Let me see her posing. Like, that's when we say know your references. So when I put it on, Deborah Wears Prada is a great example. Y'all remember that scene mm -hmm. where she read a little girl down, uh, Mary Strip read Anne Hathaway down for being like, do you even know this shirt come from XYZ, XYZ, and that's why you're wearing it? In order for you to really give, people look at me and was like, how can y'all give like that? We know what we're talking about. Right. We reference this. Like, we're not just out here like, like, oh. I never think that my inspiration was all right. Has anybody seen Zorro? Who, who right. is Zorro? Look it up. Right. Like, Antonio Banderas. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to know. And that's why it's not giving the way it may give for a Jada Waiter or Kelsey Ashley or Brett. We take the time to research what we're wearing, why it got started. Because as a creative, most of the things I do, there was a reason. Oh, I, I put this belt on my, what you call it, because I, I really just hated being constricted. Whatever, whatever. 
but research it so you can understand it so when you're wearing it, you can embody it. Right. You also have the people that think so basic with fashion too, when they see certain things, it's like, oh, you just take that off. Yeah, but you don't think, you don't, you're you not the creative to even right. understand what's going on as far as my fashion. Do research. If you see something, research why they did it. Why they use those colors? Because I'm going to tell you, the art's going to tell you. If you look at the magazine article, if you look at the Wikipedia, if you look on their website, they will tell you. But what's not going to help you if you just put it on and act like you know what they were talking about. Yeah, I suppose. When we say put that shit on, it means I understand the shit that I'm putting on. <laughs> right. When we say giving a give, that means that I know what I'm giving. Mm -hmm. Like, how can you give it's if you don't know your It's phrase. deeper. Fashion is art. When, when, when Avril Lavigne or um, all them little punk people, Kelly Clarkson, when they were wearing it, when they, when Kelly Clarkson did that video and she had her eyes crying in that video, it's because she was really crying. It wasn't because, oh, I like this makeup. Yeah. No, bitch, I'm one to a look, but I'm really crying. And so when I uh, pull inspo from that, that's what I'm pulling from. I'm not pulling from, oh, I love that look. No, I'm pulling from, oh, I could feel her. With that look and the makeup, oh, you know, yeah. you know what's a good example of that? People um, forcing people to know their references um, when white people wear braids. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We force them to know their references. Then we want to mm -hmm. talk about, oh, you need to know the history and the Fulani mm -hmm. tribe and the Ethiopians. Okay? <laughs> but then y'all want to just randomly put on 2000s core or a Leah core and think that you're giving. Mm -hmm. Like, you look crazy. Mm -hmm. It's not giving on you because you didn't study. I can tell you didn't read your books. And that's the difference between <laughs> a fashion girl and just a bitch on Instagram trying yes. to pull looks. Yeah, me too. Girl versus girl. Okay. Okay. Because a girl. A girl not only researches, but then she knows what's good for her because she researched. Like me, I'm a skinny bitch. So I know I'm going to have to put a corset on. I'm going to have to wear something tight because I've researched other skinny bitches and what they put on. You know what I'm saying? I researched Maya. Skinny, one of the best skinny styles with the, with the uh, fashion. I researched Tiana Taylor. I looked up her looks from when she was way skinny and how she transformed to now and how she really looked, uh, used her femininity, her sexuality, in cahoots with her tomboy shit. She did good too. Coyle Ray is another good one. You, you, you can research new people. Yeah. I study Coyle. Like, I fuck with it. If Y'all be scared to study all of you scared to copy them. You copying them anyway. Right. Study them so you can at least have some reference, reference and some actual intent mm -hmm. with your fashion. Your fashion not gonna hit if it don't got no intent. Just like a research paper, cite your sources. Like right now, you're giving two thousand. Yes. You're giving basically like J Lo, yes. like Tamia, like even a little like, bit. Just like those Alicia Keys. Nirvana type of shade. You know that it's that gangsta loving that yeah. video, gangsta loving yeah. with them set literally. Yeah. So now, but see, she does research. You can tell by the look she gives. She be going back to the magazine. She Everything go back to TRL. She go back to the posters. Everything has intent. You feel me? Fashion without intent is garbage. I don't care what BBL you got, I don't care what fillers you got, Fact, I don't care what name brand you have. Fashion without intent is just not hitting the same way fashion with intent is. And I feel like it's just not as exciting. Like, one thing about fashion is like you want to gag like when somebody walk in. It's like, like God. all of y'all wearing the same shit. It's like, I'm not excited no more. So I feel like that's something that needs to be added back to fashion. Like that wow factor. And ultimately that's why I wear spectacles of outfits, you know. All red, all white, big ass chains, and you know, fat ass glasses, and things like, look at me, hello, like I took time, <laughs> I studied to put this shit on, like it's giving runway, Montclair, it's 2022, you know what I'm saying, like it's giving product, like I'm, I'm putting all this time and effort into this He always put that shit on. And yeah. I, that's why I don't step out often, because this shit, it take a lot of time. It does. You know what I'm saying, you gotta, you gotta. Make sure all this shit put together. Like I made this before I came because I. I know Let's, get Let's, Let's get into the outfit. Let's get into it. Because I was giving. Oh, I also made this. Like you made this whole shit. Yeah, like a slime is one of my favorite. We got a blazer under the coat. Let's get into that. Yeah, it's the whole suit because I like suits, but then I like sporty shit. So you paired it together. I just threw all that shit on. Like honestly, <laughs> but everybody can't. Like you know, everyone's not a Rihanna type because Rihanna, she like you know, she can just throw anything mm -hmm. on. And people she think that they can do that, but like the reason that she can is because of the 
And you can tell reading her references by her magazine covers. When she do British Bowl, when she do whatever, and hoes be like, I don't get it, right? Just like her. Because you don't study. Her she studied. Her Super Bowl outfit was a reference to Andre Leon Taylor. So, like, you know, she's a true fashion girl. So let's give a shout out to Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna. A true fashion girl. And she married one of the most beautiful men. A true fashion world. nigga. How fashion? See, I'm from up north. Okay, the, the, yeah, like, everyone be saying. They're a great pair. Everyone be peeing down there about ASAP. If you know from up north, you know ASAP is that nigga. He the reason why niggas want to be pretty. He the reason why niggas growing their hair out. Mm -hmm. He the reason. He the reason. Yeah. They're a great pair. Yeah. They like, oh, why is she in the front? Because it's our time. Yeah. Patriarchy has he ruled for years. So all the people that's like, oh, she in the front, she's emasculating him. All y'all are anti-feminists. Feminists. Men have been ruling this world for eons. Right. It is our time. And the fact that a black man is letting a black woman take the front seat and people got an issue about that. <laughs> You're a weirdo. You're a weirdo. <laughs> and this black woman have been running this shit for centuries. And the fact that a black man wants to give her her tanks, yeah. her flowers, you got to talk about something like she in the front, bitch, because she doing more. And why would you even have a problem? Is ASAP a billionaire? Not yet. Not yet. So he said, my bitch can get in the front because I respect her. Right. It's not about emasculating me. It's about me being able to uplift my woman and understanding that it does not emasculate me as a man. Right. So for all the think pieces, it's been like, it's so weird having a front. I know y'all patriarchal, misogynistic ass motherfuckers ain't used to a woman being a front. Right. But when I have the accolades, the intelligence, the skill, and the personality and moral morality to be thus far in the front, it is, your it is my privilege. Yeah. And for a man to raise me up in that privilege is the most black empowerment thing I've ever seen. If you want to keep it a stack. That's another Shout out to ASAP Rocky. That is yeah. another issue because you have a lot of men who don't want women to be more dominant than them or more masculine or whatever. And it's like, it's not even, I mean, it wouldn't be dominant if you would just be a little well, First of all, women are just naturally better. Mm -hmm. They look better. Y'all have beautiful hair. Y'all get to wear lashes. Y'all have nails. Like, you hella decorated. I gotta put on all these damn clothes to look good. <laughs> Y'all just be looking pretty as hell, just as is. And I feel like a real man truly knows how to lead from the back. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be intimidated by a woman. You have to be in the front all the time. Yeah, like, you all, like, that's giving short man syndrome without the short man. And let's chat about it. The niggas that have to lead in the front, if you really value your woman and her intellect and her skill, why would you want her in the back? That's weird. I'm just saying, if you value her for being so smart and so intelligent, when you know why would you put her in the back? Especially when marginalized, the most marginalized and unprotected people in the world, black women. Why would you have an issue with that? And if, and if anything, it's actually so masculine of him to put her in the front. Yeah. Like, let me lift up my woman. Mm -hmm. Let me show the world That's how fly she is. And to see black woman tearing this black man down for uplifting his black woman is giving projection. It's giving your nigga don't want to uplift you for your accolades it's and it's triggering. Yeah. I want to say right now, if your black man has any issue putting you on the forefront, he's a bitch. A whole bitch. And if you as a black woman have an issue with any black man putting his woman Drop. up in the forefront, Kick you him. may like women. You may not need a nigga. And you are part of the problem. And you're part of the problem. Let our black men up. Were we not single mothers? Right. Did we not raise this nation? But I'm about to sit here and be mad that he putting her to the front. Literally. I got a, a, a black man as my little brother. And I'll be damned if he don't put my mother on a motherfucking pedestal. I'll be damned if he go before her. The woman that raised, that did everything for you, you won't go before her? It's the reason what why women walk through the door first. Fast it's the, what you just said? <laughs> it's the reason why women walk through the door first before men. So all I have to say is for the woman that got an issue with ASAP Rocky acting like he behind Brianna, get your pussy up and get you a real man. Well, learn what a real man means. Learn what a real man is. Stop being... And that's why I'm so glad, like, even my he dad. He said it, not me. I like <laughs> even my, said my dad, like, he's, he's the same way. Like, he's all, he puts us, like, before him in everything. Any, like, anytime we're walking, you go first. Or, like, this, my, my daughter, yeah. like, they'll praise him for something. 
no, my daughter's doing this. Uh, he's, he's such a, my daughter's doing all this. Yeah. And I love that, but it's like. And look at what it makes you as a woman. You're so confident. You're exactly. so beautiful. And that so needs to happen more. Like, it's, I can definitely can tell between me and like some of my other friends or like even peers who we're not, I'm not friends with. You definitely can tell the difference between me and like some of my other peers, even people I don't know for real of who gave them the comfort. If they have the confidence and they know the difference of what's supposed to be going on between um, not knowing, because my dad, like me and my sister, even my brother, like me and my sister in particular, he's always praising what we do. He always like puts us before him. He's, he's such a put everyone before him type of person. Me, my mom, my sister, anything that goes on, anything we accomplish, They'll praise him for like something he does at work or like something he does outside of work. But he gonna always stop that and be like, no, this is what my daughter doing. My daughter gonna See, I wasn't raised like that. I didn't have a dad mm -hmm. at all. I didn't know my dad until I was 12 years old and he had a wife and a whole other kid. So I didn't have a dad growing up. Mm -hmm. So, and when I met Will, he like, you this fine ass woman. Why don't you have a friend to do that? But literally, he's yeah. like, why don't you feel secure? Why are you insecure? I'm like, nobody ever in my life told me that I was not, not a man. Right. No man ever in my life told me that I was right. five. That's no that's man right. ever in my life did that shit. So when I met people like him and they're like, no, you five. I'm like, wait, for real? That's so cool. that's why, like, I'm, I would say that I'm known for, like, my business work um, with my credit duration. And I highlighted black women particularly darker women um, in that manner because I feel like they don't have male or positive reinforcement to validate them. So I would like to basically show these women how I see them, you know. So that was really the basis of our relationship when I first met her. I'm like, girl, I'm going to show you who you are. Like, hello, look in the mirror. Let's just get all of this. He was like, you a bad bitch. Head. You need nails. You need lashes. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm, I'm a smart girl. I'm not a bad bitch. I'm smart. I'm smart. That's what I'm, no one's ever validated me for being pretty. I'm a dark skinned girl. I'm short. I got 4C hair. I'm smart. Like, it was all about that growing up. So to hear this black man be like, and he's platonic. We've never, platonic. <laughs> so to hear him be like, no, you're fine. You're beautiful. You're better than these hoes. I'm like, and for, for, for the first year, we would argue. I'll be like, no. And he'll be like, no, sit, be in it, be in it. And I'll, I'll be crying. Like, I don't feel that. You're trying to put this, I don't feel beautiful. I don't feel like a bad bitch. I don't feel like I'm that. No one's ever told me and I was this. Right. And everybody around well, me is like. You. And that's so good <laughs> cool that you had a friend that do And more people you just think of this way way you do. Yeah. I tell everybody, when Will met me, he was so adamant about lifting me up as a black woman. And she changed into a bad bitch so quick, they thought I'd be about to move their ass. They thought he was a motherfucking warlock. For real. But it's like, when you have, like, like with your dad, when you have someone believing in you, a man, in a genuine way, not yeah. in a predatory way, right. not in, it really does help. Shit from you, but you being successful and being happy about who you are. It helps us so much, and I tell other black men, just be there for your black woman, compliment them, uplift them. It's so many black women don't have a man growing up with them telling them, you fire. Mm -hmm. You the shit. So for me, even though I am fire, I'm the shit. I didn't even know it. Oh, like so when I'm dealing with men, mm -hmm. I'm I'm literally accepting the bare minimum because no one told me I could accept more. That's a learn. That's a taught thing. You don't come out the womb like I deserve everything. Man. No. That's a whole new definition to see more, be more. You feel what I'm saying? Because when you see yourself in a more or in a better position or a higher vibration, then you can be more. But if you never see it, so many people judge and criticize our black woman. Like, why don't she do more? She's so pretty, why is she working at CVS? Why don't she be a model? And it's just like, if she's never been ever given the opportunity to see herself as more. How does she know? And I'm a legitimate product of that. People see me now. And be like, oh, you so licking You should have saw me five years ago when I thought I was a tomboy. When I didn't wear lashes, didn't wear nails, didn't wear makeup, had a bald cut, literally wore camo fucking pants. You met, girl, come on now. I was gonna say, y'all know, y'all know where they are. I was not giving this because nobody saw me. When I had somebody see me, it was like, okay, try nails, try lashes. Everybody got mad. I was like, I've been trying to tell you for years to do it. It was like. I need a it's man. Way, dude. You were coming from a space man. of judgment. You weren't really coming, or a space of jealousy. You weren't really coming from a space of you. It was like a side be better. Because now that I'm being better, you have an issue with it. Mm -hmm. You calling me on it. You saying that it's weird. So, yeah. And coming from a man, it hits so much more. 
Like I said, when, when you don't have, when, when you're in a lack. I wasn't in a lack of feminine energy. My, I had my mother. I was in a lack of masculine energy. So even though I heard all my friends say it, hearing a man say, even my homeboy. And that's why I encourage all my black men. Encourage your sisters. Because you have some people that be like, you just want male approval. No, it's not wanting male approval. That's why there's mothers and fathers. Right, you right, need right, something right. from both <laughs> aspects. We can't articulate that. We've had a nation of single mothers with no fathers. But then at the same breath say, well, we don't need, it's, you want attention from men. Okay, no, I just wasn't raised with any man around me. So maybe I just need any kind of male interaction. Right. That's obviously an attention. It it's about it's, it all comes with like growing up and maturing and living. That's why, like I said, that's like that's why you have males and females, mothers and fathers. You learn from both aspects. You're supposed you're supposed to receive lessons and life lessons and just um, encouragement in general from both aspects. So when you're lacking one aspect, it does carry on when you get older. Yeah. And if it comes from a peer versus a father. Who the fuck cares? My dad was not there. But I always say I've been blessed to have real men in my adult life. When I got to college, shout out to Wesley, shout out to Shaq, shout out to Austin, shout out to Will Banks. I've had a lot of real men in my adult life that have literally single-handedly helped me feel confident as a woman. And it's like, fuck you for saying that I need validation or whatever. At the end of the day, our people have a deficit. Black women are not being raised by black men that love them all the time. So with that knowledge, how can we sit here and say you're looking for about maybe I'm just looking for the shit that maybe you got? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you Jesus Christ! And instead of judging and criticizing our black women for getting the things that they need, how about you just put your big boy pants on and maybe be a part of it? It helps. <laughs> so many black men like these girls are so annoying. They hoes. They want so much. Maybe they want so much because they were given nothing. Mm -hmm. You ever think about that? That maybe this young black girl want flowers and you to trick uh, trick her out all of that because she's never had any man give her anything. No, and they never had a black man give her anything. And maybe you don't prioritize helping black women because you have a lack of male attention in your life as well. You, leave by, you go by the example that you But we're not on the Yama, so. <laughs> Look, we always getting off topic. <laughs> because in reality, yeah, a lot of black men Look. really have so many feels about black women because of their moms. Uh -huh. Have so many feels. And my thing is, I'm not your mother. So why are you giving me this energy? Because you haven't healed from the truth, okay? Yep. Back to fashion. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're going to wrap this up with our last question for the both of them. <laughs> If <laughs> <laughs> we best friends in real life, y'all. Y'all can't tell. It's always in real life. In real life. People be thinking. Ain't no YouTube friendship over here. <laughs> give me one example. If y'all can give anybody one fashion, like one fashion tip to carry on for the rest of their life, what would it be? It's, it could be I got a range of anything. Learn your cuts of pants. They're straight cut, boot cut. Learn your cut of pants and, and, and play with it. Learn your cut of shirts, V-neck, scoop neck, burp. Learn the cuts, the different types of clothing and what looks best for your body. If you have more bigger boobs and a smaller ass, you may be good with some corset stuff that'll fill you out. If you got more ass and no boobs, you may be better with uh, body suits or rompers or bigger shit at the top. Like, I really want people to personalize their fashion and their style to their body types, to the shit they have in their closet. I have a lot of high tops and mid tops. So I have a lot of shoes that go over those. I don't have no, no I mean pants that go over those. The flare outs, the uh, split hems, I have a lot of those. I don't have a lot of scrunch because I know the kind of shoes that I like, right? So my advice would be get into the different cuts and types of clothing so you can know how to properly look exactly how the fuck you want to look versus watching other bitches and seeing what they do. That girl don't got your body type. Jada Wade is 5'1 with a BBL. Right. You're 5'9 with no ass and no titties. You cannot wear what she's wearing. Right. So learn your cuts. Learn the shit. When you want Fashion Nova and it say split hem pant and you love that pant, look up that pant more often. 
When you want a pretty little thing and it say V-neck this or look that up more often and get that. That's actually a life hack. I really gave y'all some tea. I'm just no, for real. <laughs> um, I would say please learn how to assess it right. Um, accessorizing can really just make or break every outfit that you have. Um, and this is ultimately why most of y'all outfits don't give because y'all don't know what accessories go with um, different aesthetics. Um, you don't know your references, so you don't know what time periods wore different earrings you might be trying to wear. Like, that would be like her wearing them earrings, 1990s, 19, late 80s, with them type of glasses. Like, it don't go. Like, it's not the same. She should wear regular hoops. Mm -hmm. Regular hoops, diamond hoops, like know your know what time. It period. always ties. It always ties. French tips, two thousand style classes. Everything's comes always. from so you can accessorize accordingly, and really you can be plain if you have nice jewelry, nice bag, nice shoes, uh, a belt. You know, just it'll just spice up your life. A lot of y'all be real boring. The reason why y'all <laughs> look like. This, the model on the fashion over site is because you don't accessorize, you don't have scrunchies, something like that. Bracelets, rings, bland, just so bland. Even her scrunchies orange than that. She has on. Like all the rings, time. like decorate yourself, please. Necklace. I could have easily had this whole inside. I put that whole outside. You know, learn life, people. That was great inside. You guys provided everything that the people need. And I want to just say I'm so proud of Jemiah. Literally, yeah. started off as a mo really a student model. Yeah. Literally, just flourishing well, as an entrepreneur. Like, oh shit! Yes, yes. This is one of my first models. I was a little bit of a mentor, and just seeing her just blossom. Like when I think about our first shoot at Director by Skin shit with the scared. fabric, you was here. <laughs> Everybody was getting <laughs> And now look at her. She interviewed me. She ain't scared at all. No, real talk. I just really want to say shout out to entrepreneurs and creatives doing a thing. Like I love what you're doing. I love that you're giving light to other creatives. I love that you're really stepping out of your comfort zone because you were modeling, do other yes. stuff. And so, you were a pioneer at that as well. Now you're pioneering this whole thing. Not pioneer. Thing. For sure. I mean, you want to be a recent sad girl, so don't let mom find out. Like, you just, you know, you're killing it. And so, yes. Are, we love to so see proud it. So, so, so proud of you. So, so happy to be here. So happy to be here. Sincerely. I think you guys here. I like the name the post world, but I think it's just the world. The big world. It's period. You know. Yeah. <laughs> G W O R L. Yeah. You know. Y'all be acting like y'all know how to say it, but <laughs> the world. The world. Y'all know how to say it. This one says behind the camera. World. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to episode 5 coming real, real soon.